T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Cody Tapp, Nick Short with you. And, you know, it's the one o'clock hour on a Tuesday. That means Nate Taylor from The Athletic also in studio with us. We'll get to what's your fantasy before we wrap things up around 145 or so right here on 610 Sports Radio. You're back from Denver. Uh, before we even get into to that game, Nate, uh, you just told us you had a long travel day. And we're like, long? It's Denver. Like, that should be an easy flight. Our guy Nick flies from Denver to KC all the time. Who's booking your travel, man? It's Why me. are you? No, what it's are you, me, you need, What it's are you me. doing? You're flying up to I mean, Minnesota. You're flying up to Minnesota to get to Kansas City from Denver. All right, real quick. The Athletic has a policy, my friend. <laughs> they they tell me what what I can and cannot go over. You know, there's a there's this thing called a budget. Um, but no, like I I get the sense that I love Delta, and I don't mind flying out of Minneapolis because they have one of the nicest airports. In the Midwest, been there probably once or twice. Yeah, it's so nice. Uh, We're getting ready to have a nice one. It has to be (laughs) because of where they where they are. This has to be nice. But no, like I I chose to do Delta because some of the Southwest rates were you know jacked up because they they're smart. They understand what somehow Nick always is able to just afford it. (laughs) Guy's got it's unbelievable. He buys them ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. So does Nate, though, right? I, I do, but I want to save those, obviously, for the all-season uh, with family <laughs> travel. So I fly. I go between Delta and Southwest. Um, I just chose Delta this week. Next, this upcoming week will be Southwest, and uh, that'll be that'll be a trip too. But one one of the, I think one of the things too, and you have to keep in mind is it's like it was supposed to be a night game, so mm, I factored that gotcha. in on flying later Monday, and then it's like then they then they moved it, you know, because. Yeah. Well, because they didn't think it was going to be a good game, and then was. I uh, funny how that works. Yeah. Okay. So one more housekeeping thing, and uh-huh. then we can talk about the Chiefs. Okay. Sure. Nick told us before the break. He said, "Hey, if if Nate sits too far away from the microphone, one of you guys just indicate to him <laughs> yes. to move it closer." And mm-hmm. then I thought, "How am I going to do that right now? Am I going to do this?" Uh, move the microphone a bunch. No, of, you Nick, tap you, on your lips. You this. You this tap. Close, no, I, you point I, to the uh, microphone. And I tap on I'm your just going to tell Nate no, to move the microphone closer no. to his mouth. I don't care. No, the problem is I, I did, and if you're watching on the stream, it probably looked very awkward <laughs> because of the motion that I made with my hand. Like it, this, it wasn't. It probably wasn't. <laughs> you great. should stop but, making uh, that motion but it, uh, into the camera. But it worked. It worked. Well, Nate is a Nate is a visible speaker, right? Yes. He yes. he. Lots of hand yes. motions. Lots of moving around, and sometimes. Fades away from the microphone. So. And, and Holly 
loves this to no end. <laughs> loves to make. Well, I'm sorry. What was that? What was that gesture you just did? Can you do it in front of me again? One more time. Uh, and I'm just like, well, show us how to move a microphone, no, but pantomime, but close to your mouth. Ten years of marriage. It's so great. Um, but no, but no, like I. I've uh, I've done this enough to know the you know hey we we this is week fifteen now you know you don't you we don't even have to use you know audible uh you know actual audibles it could just be eye contact I, I understand exactly what you were saying Mr Gold the Chiefs win yes win against the Broncos because it, it didn't feel hey, like let's a not win forget. yeah they did they did, they did win <laughs> against boy the Denver it didn't Broncos. feel like it though man it, it, because it, you were up twenty seven nothing it, yeah it did not feel that way uh-huh. uh huh of course I think. The conversation we've had for three or four years is this defense good enough to win a Super Bowl? And it applies once again. They have a they have a chance. They have a chance to be good. Um I've done some thinking about this, fellas, and um it really comes down to three things to me. Everything else is a wash. Uh cause look, they got a season high six sacks. Yeah. Do you, do you feel good about it? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so it really comes down to three things. Hey, Chris, we need you to go out there and make a play. And God bless him, he did it. They double teamed him on the last play. Move through one guy, move through another guy, give pressure on the quarterback. Oh, there's a duck in the air. And, you know, give credit where credit is due. Legereus need. Understood it. Told Dick Bolton, get away from me. I got it. And then obviously. I'm the guy who catches the football. (laughs) (laughs) Made the catch. And we have an, you know, a game saving interception. So Chris is number one. He will always be number one. Don't forget that, ladies and gentlemen. Number two is uh, they need turnovers now. There's just like the secondary is what it is. I'm not sure how much the rookies can improve between now and like, you know, six weeks, basically, which is the divisional round. Um, but you know that they're competent and they're functional and they're not going to get like beat embarrassingly, uh, at least we assume. So that means you need to get turnovers. You need to somehow stop the opponent on fourth down or take the ball away from them, uh, to be a better supporting unit for the offense. And then third, which is easy, which has nothing to do with coaches. It comes down to want. It comes down to technique. It comes down to remembering the down and distance and your just overall awareness. Play back, ride to the football, make a tackle. Because there are going to be games where you're up, perhaps by double digits, and all you have to do is keep everybody in front of you, ride to the ball, make the tackle. They have struggled to do that. It's part of the reason why the Broncos came back on Sunday. But, yeah, they, they need Chris Jones to be amazing. They need the occasional turnover or two because guess what, guys? The Chiefs' offense is what it is. Their one issue is they give the ball away. So to counteract that, you got to take the ball back in some manner. They don't. They're one of the worst in the NFL at that. Well, typically. Hey, I've I've done I've done some really hard thinking, and this is what it's going to require because DVOA wise, they are twenty fifth on defense. It's not great, but they can do these three things that would at least again support the offense, which is the better unit on the roster. Is it? This is the question we would ask about any given Chiefs team, and it's fairly simple when you look at DVOA or just make the simple one, points per game on defense. Mm -hmm. The two times the Chiefs were 10th in points per game on defense, they went to the Super Bowl. One of those times they won the Super Bowl, but they went both times. Mm -hmm. The times they were 17th and currently 22nd, uh, the the 
other ones didn't go as well. Nate, um, this one we don't know. <laughs> it's an incomplete answer. But the right. other times that they didn't, the other two times they finished, 17th and worse than 17th, they were 20, 28th that year of 2018. Yep. They didn't even get to the Super Bowl. No, they did not. So is this defense, very simply put, good enough to get them to a Super Bowl? I hate to put it on one player just because it's a team sport. It's the ultimate team sport. Um, we're going to watch Messi. I'm assuming this is getting ready to start. Oh, actually, it's probably on now. We probably should have put that on. We're going to watch Messi. It's a team sport. But we need, we need you to be amazing. So I hate to put it all on Chris Jones, but I think based on experience, talent level, the disparity between him and the rest of his teammates, the fact that he has a direct pass to the quarterback if he, if he can get there, it, it's, it's pretty much on Chris, man. Um, are they the 25th best defense in the league based on DVOA? Well, that's what DVOA tells me. I don't know. Because, I think sometimes they play that way. Right, because some – I don't know because – the team that it, the the unit that's going to be on the field for either the wild card or the divisional round are they healthy are they competent are there matchups where that they, they can take away and again can they get the can they get that one turnover so i don't i don't know but it really does fall down to can your best player be their best when required at the most important portion of the season and Unfortunately, that burden is on Chris Jones based on everything that we've gathered from an information standpoint over 13 weeks. Because when he plays well, that defense is very competent. Is it? Is it a? Because we were in a. We had the conversation about Spags, and we can talk about him in just a minute about whether or not the Chiefs should or even will entertain a conversation about his job security in the off season. But Which I always sort of laugh about. But yes, I, I think he'll be here. He, he, yeah, I think he should. I said. I we, actually I mean, he, we made a bet on it. It's like 100. percent He will be the defensive coordinator next season. But I also Unless something like wild happens it, for all the yeah. the reasons that things can occur. But the the one thing that I am definitively sure of that I think is the biggest feather in the cap for Spags this year is he's gotten this team to fourth in the NFL in sacks and he only has one good pass rusher. Mm -hmm. He only has one. Like I say, all right, tell me right now, any other player on the chiefs you think is an above average pass rusher on the defensive line. And there's absolutely not. There's some average ones, maybe Mm -hmm. Nate, but Chris Jones is the only above average NFL pass rusher on this team. Right. Unless you're counting luxurious need at corner. I guess he's above average compared to corners. Yes. Um, no, that, that's the truth. And um, they are also just better about not giving up the deep ball, you know, which is a clear sign of obviously their draft picks, obviously, you know, Justin Reed's uh, addition to the unit. But they, they've tried to play this style um, that is kind of not what Spags has lived on, but it's what has worked for this group of players who are trying to learn, you know, how to play championship football at a very fast rate. No other team in the AFC will just trot out three corners that are rookies and say, okay, we're trying to win. We're trying to get to the Super Bowl. Well, then was it a mistake to give up a vet in Fenton? Yeah. <laughs> but at the time I didn't, the time we talked, didn't like it at well, the time. Well, you, you, you always could have more cornerbacks. You could always have more receivers. You could always have more running backs. You could also have more defensive linemen. It's just a function and the nature of the sport. So, again, I wrote at the time at The Athletic, if there was one veteran to, to, to trade away, it was Rashad Fitton um, for all the reasons that we've already discussed before. But I'm not sure if he would be like – the best, you know, sort of 
addition to this group, but he would be another person there in case someone struggles or someone has a hamstring or, you know, whatever it is. Just have one of those games, you know. Yeah, exactly. And he's a veteran, and he's at least done it before. Um, You know, you could say maybe the prime of his career is in the past, but um, you want to obviously have a blend. And for everything that Joshua Williams has done so far, um, there are tendencies that teams can sort of exploit. And Trick McDuffie is their best cornerback from the outside position, but he's going to learn just because teams are going to throw more new things at him. You know, that you're supposed to hand off, you know, Jerry Judy, but Jerry Judy's their best player, and Trent McDuffie understands that. So it's like, uh, oh, now he's behind me. <laughs> I probably should have asked this question sooner, but what happened with the Jalen Watson, Joshua Williams playing time? Why did it flip? So Jalen Watson has a hand injury, so he can't press. Um, which in this defense makes you, uh, you know, it, it takes away at least one option on one side of the field. Joshua Williams is healthy. Uh, he is the fourth round pick. Um, yeah, but they started the seventh round pick from the beginning. They turned to him first. True. Um, but I think right now, Joshua Williams has provided tighter coverage. Now he has been beat by, you know, Joe Burrow's accuracy. Yeah, I mean, and he was right on T. Higgins. And, and, and Jamar Chase. And again, this is where it gets tough. Um, but I think for Jalen Watson, like his hand injury is kind of um, at least limited what he can do from a technique standpoint at the line of scrimmage. Um, and it's unfortunate because he really couldn't get any hands on Jerry Judy on that last touchdown where Brett Rippon throws a gorgeous ball where Nick Bolton's like, man, that's that's a, that's my vertical dog. <laughs> and it goes right over him. Um, but Jalen Watson can't get his hands on 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 Jerry Judy. And so he he has no disruption in the timing of that play. We're talking to Nate Taylor from The Athletic. He's in studio with us. Over on the offensive side, I mean, you you mentioned a second ago, uh, you know, we, we know what this offense is. This offense is what it is. And the three picks from Patrick Mahomes, of course, that simply can't happen. You do that in a playoff game, they're going to lose. We know that. It kind of goes without saying. Yep. But I still look at this offense, and they move the ball against a really good defense in that football game. And we know that we still don't know what they look like fully again with uh, Kadarius Tony and McCole Hardman back in the picture, which – Maybe that happens in the next two weeks where they're both available. I don't think it's happening this week where they're both available, but because mm, okay. I, based on what Andy said last week, he said there's a chance McColl practices this week. That's what he said last week. And also, T- the Tony thing feels like the McDuffie thing all over again. You know, how he plays; he practices him two weeks in a row. And then <laughs> they don't need him against the Texans. They might neither might play. bring him back for the Seattle game. Let him get revved up there. I guess I'm I'm always in favor of like, especially with Tony, like more snaps. Like you you. Hey, 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 gentlemen, listening, you might think it might not matter. He needs snaps with Patrick Mahomes. Like, they need to get in a true rhythm because you want as many scenarios to go through in a regular season game where, hey, you know, it's not do or die. But, you know, if we're going to use you on 30 snaps in a playoff game, I want you to be knowing where you're going. Exactly. And, like, be in the best shape you can be. You got you to gotta play your way into getting to the top of your potential, in my opinion. So, yes, I know it's the Texans, but, like, if he's healthy and he's capable, like, you have four weeks to, to really ramp up. Um, and I know the hamstring is it is, but, like, hey, man, it's football. Like, you you are a professional player, so go out there and play. I know McColl wants to play. Um, McColl has made it pretty clear that, like, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm, like, healthy. I'm, you know, now that's obviously Andy's decision as to whether or not he plays this week. Um, but I'm not worried about McColl necessarily i'm worried about like 
I, Losing I just, McCall. I, I just, well, not, not necessarily that, but just I just want to see Tony more in the offense. I don't care who the competition is. Yeah. We've seen you in two games. My, Jags o- overall, like I, and Chargers. Overall, I feel I feel great about this offense where, where they're at. I, I, really, I really do. My my if you're asking me like what's the biggest concerns concern still remaining, believe it or not, it's not it's not if we're going position, yeah, sure, it can still be the tackles. But for me, it's what cropped up again with the play calling, Nate. To me, it reminded me of the AFC title game where there was not willingness to adapt maybe what they really wanted to do in terms of running the football. When it seemingly in this Broncos game, I felt like there were opportunities Mm -hmm. to run the football more. They ran it, what, 12 times after they got the big lead. Six of them were on the final drive of the game. And so it's wild to run the ball only 12 times after being up 27 nothing. That's what scares the hell out of me is that even if they're up on a team, we saw what happened now in two games in the last Mm -hmm. calendar year where they're like, no, we're – we're at, I, I use the word play calling arrogance. People maybe don't like that. I don't know. But that's that to me is what it is, and it cropped up again. There are only two options I can go to explain <laughs> this type of behavior that I agree with you just on the numbers alone. Yeah. The saddest person on the sideline was Ronald Jones. <laughs> Why am I in uniform? If yeah, what are we doing? We're up 20, and I can't. Can't touch the ball. Touch the ball, coach. Like, what What am I doing here? Um, he probably felt that way when he wasn't getting on the field. Unless Southern up 27 nothing, he still can't play. Yes. Like, think about Chad Hitty. Like, oh, I'm, oh, let's get this arm going. I'd like, get loose. Yes. Like, so the two things that I can present to you that are, I guess, to some degree, logical is – if they feel like Isaiah Pacheco is their best running back, limit his snaps regardless of the next four weeks, whatever the situation is, because we need that effort, that 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 want to, and that physicality. We don't want some rookie wall thing coming up. Are you yes. worried about that? I know, I know. It's there's you play way more games in the NFL than college, but he also the first he didn't four even play the first, first four or five weeks. Pacheco didn't play, really. which was which was um, uh, which was planned. Okay, and. Oh. Well, obviously, you have to give Clyde a chance, too, because sure. they, they need to see what he has um, in the third year of that contract. But, yeah, that was sort of the idea was like, you know, let him get a feel of the game, get an understanding of our operation on game day. And then, yeah, little by little, oh, we, ha- we have something here. Now let's now that we know that, let's make sure, like, okay, four-minute drive. Hey, this is the perfect scenario. All right, rookie, let's, let's see it against a pretty good defense when we got to close a game out because we might be in a similar situation you know, scenario in the wild card divisional AFC championship game. Um, the second one that I think is logical, but it takes a lot of gymnastics mentally. Okay, let me hear this. Um, with the idea of having a lead, we just go through every zone play call that we can right now because reps. And – I know that sounds wild, but a lot of teams are going to switch between man and zone when they play them in the playoffs. The Broncos went to a lot more zone. They were like, cool. Obviously, they beat Let's them. get some work in. Yeah, obviously, they beat them in the screen game, which was clearly something they had studied on film and sort of waited for. They had kind of saved those plays for their game. That obviously worked out. All right, the second half, it's like, we know we need to score. And like, ooh, the game's kind of getting a little – wonky but like what can we do against zone and again Patrick Mahomes' interception that's against his own defense so 
there's a bit of arrogance. There's a bit of looking ahead. And there's also, we know we have to play this team in three more weeks. So, we should have just used, we should have just used Ronald Jones is ultimately what I'm coming back to. But does that make sense, I guess? I understand what you're saying, like the the notion of getting into it. But it's also, it like with Andy, it's frustrating because what gets tossed in my face is like, hey, man, you're always telling Andy to not take his foot off the gas. I'm like, not against Denver when it's 27 nothing. He could have put the damn car in park. I didn't care. They were up 27 to nothing. Hey, man, just getting that eye formation and hand it off three times. You know, they they, ta- they could have. two and a half minutes off the clock. They, they Cody, could, Cody's over here playing Madden, turning on the two clock setting, they goal run, line formation, midfield. They could have run the wing team the second half. Nate, I don't care. Not in that game. But, by, by the way, I just want to remind people. As 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 it's as it's totally reasonable to complain. Looks up the stats. The Chiefs are still the best offense in football. Yep. Yeah, by almost every single every metric, metric, other than points per game now, which the Eagles have by like a half point. But like, come on, man. The Eagles haven't played the no. top defenses five weeks out of the thirteen week season. The all you need to know to know the Chiefs are the <laughs> best offense in the NFL is that they face the top defense, the top five defenses in the NFL. They've already faced them four times. Yes. And they're scoring thirty five points a game against them. That's good enough for me. They've scored 40 twice, 30 twice, and in their worst effort, 20 against Buffalo, who I would say they moved the ball against pretty well. The problem in that game was the same as in this one. They just turned, turned it over. Turned it over, yep. Turned it over, and pressure that pressure on the quarterback actually led to sacks because uh, Von Miller is a Hall of Fame player. Um, but, yeah, like, they have almost created as much distance on overall, D, on overall offense DVOA as much as Philly has created on Miami, who is ranked third. They are, they are st- like, again, I know they don't take sacks, or Mahomes doesn't really take sacks, even though he's pressured a lot. He's been hit the third most in the NFL. Still doesn't take sacks. Nope. Still doesn't give up negative plays. Uh, I know he's thrown three interceptions. Guess what? They've won two of the three games. He's done that. <laughs> and it's so weird. And, of course, they don't have a co-harbor or Kadarius Tony. So, you know, hey, Noah Gray, there's a ball. Hey, Justin Watson, always right on the time. Boom. Uh you know, Juju obviously is, is a very important player, and so he got back into a more of a rhythm with Mahomes um, in Sunday's game. But, like, yeah, dog, like I, we, we complained, and, like, but Andy knows I have the best thrower of the football. So yeah. it's always alluring. It's always tantalizing to be, like, third and two. What if we hit him with this real quick? <laughs> Just because <laughs> we're what? We're what, Mr. Gold? Greedy or arrogant. Arrogant. <laughs> yeah. we, we don't respect these dudes. Which was pretty much how they played in the second half. Like we don't really respect these dudes. Like, nah. I mean, I know they, I know they got a couple touchdowns. I know it's twenty one, twenty seven, but like, all right, let's let's run, let's, <laughs> let's run one series <laughs> touchdown. All right, let's get in field goal range. Well, I guess path through it. I mean, cool. We didn't even go for it on second. On we didn't even go for the two point conversion because I mean, like these dudes ain't getting. Can you remember the exact number of times they beat them in a row? Is it 14, 13, 13 14? 15? I don't remember. Anybody remember? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think. I mean, I think. I mean, I was talking to Obama back then, right? I mean, dang. <laughs> Do you look at this AFC, though, Nate, now, and if the playoffs were to, to begin this weekend, the Chiefs would be hosting the New England Patriots. Let's go. The Chargers are right there on the outside, and right. they've got a favorable schedule, but they could charge her. We'll see. <laughs> they could um, charge her. <laughs> right now, like, other than I'll getting – I thought they were going to an outside like, kick. Other than getting the number one they seed. They tried to charge her yeah. a Chargers they game. They did. They did. <laughs> Yeah, they certainly did. Like, other than getting the number one seed, right? which, of course, means you only got to play two games to get to the Super Bowl. If the Chiefs are the two, the exact playoff field right now in the setup is actually not too bad. 
you know, it hosts the Patriots. You assume the five seed Bengals would beat the four seed Titans. Cincinnati goes to Buffalo. The Chiefs would then host either the Dolphins or the Ravens in their second game. I don't hate that. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, the flip side is the Chargers are the seven seed, and I got to play the Chargers for a third time, fully healthy Mike Mike Williams Mm -hmm. and uh, Keenan Allen Allen. Mm -hmm. at home. And then if I win that, then I still might get Miami or Baltimore, unless Cincinnati's a three seed, and then it really Mm -hmm. gets interesting again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The crazy thing is, like, I'm so ready to talk playoffs, and then I look, and there's four more weeks of this nonsense. Of a regular season, which is fine because, like, there are teams like the Jets and the Dolphins and the Lions and the Buccaneers where it's like, hey, these are fascinating storylines as the season sort of develops. But, no, nah, man, I'm 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 fascinated with them being the two seed just because it's that additional game. And I know this is going to sound wild, but, like, the whole season has really come down to can they make it to – can they make it back to the AFC Championship? That was my original thought when the season began is they make it to the AFC Championship game, that is a successful season when you traded away Tyreek Hill and rebuilt the defense, mostly with players on their rookie contract. Have you changed your standard, though, now that you've seen the offense I'm, never skipped a beat? I'm ready to un- – I understand, Cody, where you're going with this, but the, the, the thing that, will all, that th- I will always go back to, seeing training camp, understanding that seasons ebbs and flows and things can change based on injuries. But with them relatively healthy on offense, I just thought they can get back to the AFC Championship game, knowing that that game would not be an arrowhead. And the understanding is this was supposed to be a transitional slash retooling year, not a rebuild, but a retooling to extend your championship window. And who knows, maybe you get into the Super Bowl this year if everything falls right. But I thought the real expectation was could they get back, based on their experience and the young guys getting better as the season goes along, get back to the AC Championship game. The fascinating thing is at the two seed, where it is constructed right now, as we understand it, that would mean they would go to Buffalo in the elements against a Buffalo Bills team that would be under the most immense pressure that franchise has had in over two decades. Missing the big piece they signed in the offseason to get to the Chiefs. Exactly. And a quarterback who is more compromised than he was in the first matchup because of health and because he chooses not to play smart. Josh Allen chooses to play smart, and then he doesn't on the next down. And I go, Hmm. how do you not understand the significance of the season that you are playing in, sir? You know, um, I just – I love – thinking about that big picture wise because yeah I'm 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 more fascinated if they have the two seat because of all these things that are leading up to it of course two three means you probably get Cincinnati if that holds form if they win the division over the Ravens right. which I think is going to happen but yeah man all of a sudden they're the team on the road who's not expected to win with the better quarterback with the more experienced coaching staff and quarterback combination and we don't need this game the way y'all need this game to go to the Super Bowl. That would be, I mean, I'm 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 tickled <laughs> by it because I think you could argue the Chiefs right now are a better team than the Buffalo Bills in DVOA, which is a metric I trust. Same says that, which is kind of wild, even though they have the same record and one team beat the other earlier this season. 
The Chiefs kind of got Juju Rev back up uh, in, the, in this game as well. That was positive. Have you seen his latest commercial? Have you heard his latest commercial that he's been having there for Gillette, Nate? I, Did you hear the original I, one? No, I have not heard the original. Really? I'm oh, you're right. I'm the start. You didn't hear any of these? Play the other. My body is my career, and shaving my pubes is no different. He's got he's got a new one too. Have you ever used a subpar tool to groom your groin and suffer a minor injury? Maybe you didn't know what you were doing. Don't worry, we've all been there, and we want you to. We've come all here. been there. <laughs> Over the time, I've learned my lessons, so this is why I go with Gillette Intimate. Man of the people, we've all been there. I think. Look. When you're writing copy for a commercial, there's always a line where you got to transition to make everybody understand this is the call to action. And he said, and shaving my pubes is no different. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, ladies have done an amazing job generationally over the last two generations. There were no commercials like this in the 70s and 80s, kids. There weren't even commercials like this in the 90s. Women have won the battle. They have gotten us to respect ourselves. <laughs> and we gotta get going. About to start. Wait, the bus. About to start. About to like, start. Unnecessary. I that he's sitting in a towel in this. So the implication is he's gonna close this door and immediately he, he, start getting It's like unnecessary. We didn't need to know that you're gonna do it right this second. <laughs> he looks at the camera, a little smile, turns the razor on, and the commercial ends. Hey man, if you score touchdowns, we've all been there. <laughs> I actually think for the Wheel of Punishments, we should put doing a shot-for-shot shot remake of that oh my in, gosh. in the <laughs> oh <man. laughs> on the wheel. It's it's fantastic. It's fabulous. Juju is uh, <laughs> he's quite the character. He's obviously leaning in. I I applaud him <laughs> uh, for all the things that that he has done. But no, I mean like Juju's Juju's a really good guy. Um, he's a very he's, he's a very talented football player. Um, yeah, and I think he's learned, or I think he's. I mean, I think he knew, but I think he's understood now, you know, all the benefits to just, you know, being on a really good team with a really great quarterback. And, hey, about seven, eight touchdowns a year, you know, <laughs> just keep this thing going. So um, it's it's fascinating that they were like, so you so you understand this, right? And then you read this, right? And then we want you to look into the camera. But, like, you know, put a little – Put a little um, <laughs> empathy in it, compassion, and just say, like, We've all been there. We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> Nate you Taylor. agree, right? You Nate. agree. I mean, you, you, all right, let's get the camera set up. All right. I think, he's, I think he knows how to read the line. <laughs> Nate Taylor from The Athletic. Of course, you can hear him on the Nate Taylor Show. Monday nights right here on 610 Sports Radio. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Anytime. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.